Horror Police continues to rage on. Five police officers have been killed in the line of duty just this week alone. Many of the officers' names have not been released, but two in Maryland, one in North Dakota, one in Atlanta, and then another one in Colorado died while serving our country and keeping our communities safe. So uh, how can we stop this war on police? Joining me now is Sheriff Paul Babieu, uh, Jillian Melcher, and Kirsten Hagelin. Sheriff, uh, you know, you guys will never get enough credit, I don't think, uh, for putting your lives in, in danger and on the line for the rest of us, but the pushback, the, the rhetoric, uh, the anti-police, you know, just feeling that's, that's permeating throughout this country. How do you deal with that? Well, first, it's our privilege. Uh, the men and women who serve in law enforcement uh, uh, love this opportunity, fought very hard to get these jobs. And uh, we just want that, to have that support, not just from our chain of command and all of our law enforcement agencies, uh, but by our leaders. And, and it's disheartening. When the leaders, the elected leaders, even all the way up to the president himself, have created and furthered this perception of distrust. And that was from the time when um, Barack Obama was in office. Okay, the war on police has been evident for a long time. But my lifetime, I think it started ramping up. I mean, just in my opinion, after the Rodney King beating. You know, it was back in, uh, what was it, 1991? I believe it was 91. He was a taxi driver, a black guy, and uh, I mean, he wasn't the best guy around. He had his own problems, just like a lot of people did. He did drugs and drank a lot and whatever, you know, but I mean, he wasn't a big-time criminal or something like that. But um, the police were just really racist, and they, um, they uh, stopped him one day, and uh, he uh, refused, and uh, they beat the living crap out of him. You know, later on, uh, later on he uh, got some money for it, you know. I guess they found him dead somewhere. I think they found him in the bottom of a pool. I think it's pool, yeah, bottom of his pool. Anyway, uh, a lot of this crap uh, came out of prejudice, of course. And it's been going on ever since. And I'm sure it was happening before that. I mean, we've had problems in America with uh, race relations for a long time. You know, I mean, that's for a long time. But that was the time when it just really started making things worse and worse and worse. And to this day, and we have had a lot of uh, innocent people get killed by police. And I think a lot of that is because of, well, it's because of racism. You know, it's got a, you have a lot of racist uh, police, not just against uh, blacks, but also against Hispanics and uh, Asians and stuff like that. But mostly it's blacks, and they're very racist against blacks. And it's not all police officers, of course. A lot of police officers have they have good officers. They, they're very fair with people, and you know, they're not racist. But um, whether we like it or not, we can't just say that. Well, there's only like a couple police out of a hundred that are bad. That's not true. That is false. You got some bad, a lot more bad than that right there. A lot more than a couple out of a hundred. You know, my my guess, I'm gonna say about uh, 20% of them are bad, in their own ways. I'm not saying they all want to go beating the hell out of somebody. But I mean, they're bad in their own ways. They just, well, everybody's different. We're all human beings. And uh, well, that's the same thing with police. Before they put their badge on and their gun on, that's what they are. When they wake up in the morning, they're just uh, human beings. They do the same things that we do. But anyway, uh, those police officers that beat uh, Rodney King, if I remember correctly, uh, they went to jury trial. They got charged and uh, went to a jury trial, and uh, they were all set free not guilty. And that's exactly what started the riots. You know, the riots started in, well, that was 91, I think. 
it was right after that, but I forgot how long it was before the the trial came. But um, when, right after that uh, came on the news, uh, not guilty for the police officers. Boy, that's when uh, hell broke loose in America, and it was a very sad time. I mean, I was watching on the television, seeing uh, buildings and cars being burnt, you know, and people, uh, well, a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people looting the businesses and stuff, stealing TVs and radios and whatever they wanted. And it was just a very dangerous place in uh, Los Angeles at that time. And I remember the saddest thing I seen was a uh, was a white truck driver being dragged out of his uh, truck, and uh, they were beating the hell out of him, and uh, they throwing bricks and rocks at him and trying to kill him. But fortunately, he lived. He went through a lot of uh, problems after that, but uh, he lived at least. And so anyway, since then the the war on police has become kind of mainstream, don't you think? But. Innocent citizens of the United States have been uh, gunned down by police. And that also has become mainstream. And that's sad, but that's kind of the way it goes. And it just keeps going on and on and on. And um, I'm not exactly sure how we're going to fix that problem. Don't seem like anybody wants to fix it. The words uh, to serve and to protect, you remember those words? They used to be on the side of police cars. At least the ones like where I grew up at. They always had them on the side. You know, but just right now, that those words just don't have the power that they used to. You know, right now they're just kind of a joke. Well, protect, protect too. Maybe if you're a white girl, if they don't rape you, then uh, maybe they'll help you out. So, what's going on with our law enforcement? Well, like I said before, prejudice against the black men and women. Most definitely, a lot of prejudice. And of course, there's that little thing called the United States Constitution. Police do not like the Constitution. If the one thing that the police can do when they uh, stop you and say, let me have your ID or your driver's license, what's the one thing they like to be to eliminate right at that point? It would be the Constitution. Take away all your rights. Okay, then they can do whatever the hell they want to do. Again, that's not every police officer. That's just those certain ones. And I mean, I'm not, not going to say the whole 20% that I'm talking about wants to take your constitutional rights away. But a large portion of them, I believe, do. Now, here's something I'm kind of ashamed of a little bit. Okay, um, it's kind of sad for me to even say this, but it's the truth, though. And I think I'm not the only one, pretty sure. Uh, when I hear of a, a police officer going down, okay, lost his life in the act of doing his duties on his job, okay, and it says that it is. The first thing that comes to my mind, was that a good cop or a bad cop? And I shouldn't have those thoughts, but that's kind of the way things have uh, turned out so far. I mean, things have gotten so bad over the years that I can't even help it. And every time I try not to think stuff like that, I do. Because I don't know if it was a good cop or a bad cop. And most likely, when the police go down like that, it's usually the good cops. That's what I believe. But um, how often do the bad police actually uh, get shot to death? We get killed in some other way. Normally, they're not there. Usually, they're hiding or something, but they're the bad police. So, they uh, stay out of harm's way, for the most part. Okay, let me see. Here's something um, I'm going to talk about, about bad police. Just recently, two police officers in Marco Island, Florida, maybe you've heard about this one, well, they resigned after sexting pictures were found of a 20-year-old uh, girl putting her clothes back on. 
That was after getting out of a, one of the police cruisers. I guess they were having sex. So, well, that's what they were charged with anyway. Eventually, two of them were charged with uh, having sex with uh, this 20-year-old girl. Well, they're dirtbags, okay? Taxpayers paying for them to have sex. And the police cruisers that they don't have to pay for or the gas or anything. So that, that right there are bad police officers. Are they killing anybody? Innocent people? No. But are they the kind that would do that? Probably. I wouldn't doubt it. Okay, here's another example. A call comes into the a call comes into the officer's radio. Here's an active shooter at a high school down the street. Okay? Now the bad police officer is the last one that gets there. Okay, that, that's a bad thing because that's already happened, kind of like that. And I'll show you what I mean by that. Okay. Um, the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. Have you heard of that in Parkland, Florida? Okay, well, that's where the 17 people, most of them were children. They were, well, teenagers. They were killed. They were gunned down by uh, Nicholas Cruz, little bastard, little pussy-ass bastard. Well, the one resource officer, he was on the other side of the school. He knew there were shootings inside. He knew that there were probably kids being killed in there and a couple teachers and so forth. But um, he knew something bad was going on in there. And he, t on his radio, he told uh, the other two police officers on the other side of the school, don't go in, don't go in. Okay, well, what happened? Nobody went in. So that, man, oh, man, that was a bad time to hear that on the, um, the TV. Because then you just knew this resource officer, he was a bad one, bad one, bad one. He never should have been there. He never should have had a gun or a badge or authority over anybody. Okay, but now 17 innocent people dead because he wouldn't go in there. He's a pussy. He should have went in and at least tried to take out the son of a bitch. Maybe he would have saved uh, at least five or six of their lives or more. You never know. But no, they all had to be taken. Or all 17 had to be taken because of him. Okay, but guess what happened to him? Well, right after that, he went ahead and uh, resigned and uh, went in and filed for his uh, pension, which is a big pension. He's supposed to be making a lot of money. And now he's going to go the rest of his life uh, living somewhere else away from everybody with his family. And um, he's going to collect all that money. It must be nice, huh? Ain't that kind of uh, ridiculous? I mean, some bitches, uh, he's the one that was um, uh, at fault right there. Okay, he was at fault for not uh, going in. Okay, not those other police officers, because they were taking orders from him, or taking or the advice from him. Okay, but anyway, this son of a bitch is not accountable for nothing. He's just going to take off and collect all that money, and my God, it, it just makes no sense. Is there something wrong with this? I think there's something wrong with it. My God. Okay, well, anyway, let's go back here to, uh, I'm going to switch gears a little bit. Back to the prejudiced police officers. Now, there's another side of the table that um, I haven't been talking too much about. But there's the other side where other people are prejudiced too, okay? I mean, it's, it's not just the police. I mean, you have citizens that have a deep, deep, pure hate for police or anyone with any kind of authority. And, you know, I guess sometimes I understand that because such bad things happen in this world. And, um, and it's not always fair. But, um, but that's the way it goes. Okay, um... Sometimes we need to have a little certain bit of prejudice, and I know that. We do have to. I mean, here's an example, right? It's just a silly little example, but say a woman, uh, just a lonely woman, okay? She's uh, by herself, and say she's, uh, eh, doesn't matter, just make an example. Just picture it in your mind. 
beautiful 30-year-old woman, okay? She's divorced, and um, she's by herself in her home, okay? And all of a sudden, she uh, notices there's like three or four guys outside her door, banging on her door. They're drunk or drugged up, and she can hear that. And they're demanding to be let in. Now, what is she supposed to do? Let them in? You know? No, of course not. Now, she Instead, she goes in and she calls the police on them. Now, isn't that a form of uh, prejudice right there? No, it's common sense. It's just common sense. She should. Because if she did, what it, well, it just could have happened. <laughs> I mean, that would have been a great scenario for rape. You know, or murder. You know, or something worse. I don't know how you get worse than the murder, but, but anyway, that's bad either way you look at it. Now, here's something that came across that makes me feel kind of good. Now, this is something that uh, I heard on a... No, I didn't hear. I think I read this somewhere. Then I just wrote it down. Yeah, that's right. So, when you open your heart to patriotism, there is no room for prejudice. The Bible tells us how good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. Now, this is beautiful. It came from the great President Donald J. Trump. That's right, Donald J. Trump. But, reality check, all through the Bible, there was a lack of unity. If there was unity around the world, there had been no need for the Bible, right? Of course not. We wouldn't need the Bible because everybody's been good and getting along. and you know. But the, the Bible lets us know that it's not going to be unified all the time. But we're supposed to aim for that. But anyway, so... These things that I'm talking about today are not the best things to talk about, and I understand. But um, just know that there's sin on the earth, and if you're someone who doesn't believe in sin, can you at least believe that there's evil? I mean, someone who goes and kills a bunch of innocent people, aren't they evil? If whether you believe in God, sin or not, you have to at least believe in evil. Well, anyway, this is the end of this, and I'll just say, God bless.